Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You'll know because once you start talking about it, it'll give you that little ping of like, there's like a fuzzy feeling, like the spark. Your soul's jumping out of your body. Yes. It's like so excited about it. Yeah. And you'll just know. It's like being in love. Like you'll just know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to grab your boobs right now. Don't do it. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. My name is Steve. And this is Shit They Don't Tell You with Nikki Limo and Steve Green. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. We nailed it. We crushed it. Um, I am very tipsy at this point. We just filmed another episode. It was about alien. I mean, it was not, not about aliens. It was about UFOs. Sorry. But you me. made it about aliens. I made it about aliens because I love aliens. Yeah, true. Because <laughs> I love them. True. Um, yeah. This. Uh, if you have never had a Keurig Drinkworks, we are not sponsored at all, but we're in love with it. It's a machine that makes perfect drinks, and I've been drinking old fashions, and they're really, really, really good. And I can't <laughs> help it, and I'm sorry. I apologize. Also, check out our Patreon. Oh, yeah. Check out our Patreon. Patreon. Second to that, check out our Patreon. (laughs) That one actually is sponsored by us. Um, But yeah, Steve's been talking about cryptocurrency. He has a a segment called Crypto Corner where he guides you, takes your hand and guides you across that crypto journey. That's right. And you can ask whatever question you want of him. And he's a fantastic resource if you're into that. And I show you my screen and I show you all the different crypto things. But... That's besides the point. Today, we're answering your questions. And these are questions that you submitted to us via podcast at Nikki.Limo. So if you have a question you would like to be answered, you can submit it to podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. Just a disclaimer, we are not experts. So whatever you're asking us, take it with a grain of salt. This is for entertainment purposes, but we're pretty 
we're really we we're gonna answer the best to the best of our abilities. Damn right. Damn okay, right. we will not sell you short. No way. But if it doesn't work out, we were just kidding. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. You're welcome. Okay, let's get to our first question. Our first question is is how about slept with 12 people need help it's at once we'll find out okay, okay. <laughs> hey steven nikki sorry this is long but we'll make it quick also please keep this anonymous you got it anonymous hippopotamus part one needs some relationship help big time i've been together with my girlfriend for seven months now and she's awesome we have a lot of things in common and i love having her around she brings great energy and really knows me Here's the thing, though. On our first date, we didn't do anything physical because she said she likes to take things slow with someone she likes. However, I found out a few weeks later that she had slept with someone a few days after our first date. Oh, I shit. was crushed. It's That's been hard. six months since then, but I still think about it often. She told me it was different because she had zero feels for this person and had no intention of ever seeing him again. As for me, she was afraid of messing something up. This makes no sense. Why sleep with someone else while you're going on dates with me who you really like? I prioritized her and I like to date one person at a time. I feel like this is a huge betrayal, but I didn't call things off because when she told me I was even more invested in the relationship, how the heck do I get over this? Part two, before this relationship, I was single for three years. I was heartbroken by, about my ex who I dated for three. I didn't date, hook up or anything since I was still attached to my ex and couldn't seem to let her go. I secretly waited for her, her to call me back. Dumb, I know. Damn. During this time, my now girlfriend, she's 20 has been in two relationships and has slept with 12 people. I'm 22 and I've only slept with two before her. How do I get over the fact that she's been with so many partners? I know it's a male ego thing, but it really hurts and I have a bad time when I always compare myself. I'm so jealous and regret not sleeping with people myself, but I didn't have the emotional recovery to even do that since my ex was tox toxic. How do I get over the thought of her sleeping with so many people as well as the thing I mentioned earlier? I keep having phases where I think about this more than others and don't want it to ruin our relationship anymore. Thank you so much. She's not sleeping with anybody else. She's sleeping with you yeah she chose you yep that's the honor the right? honor she and didn't, she's not goose stepping it with 12 other people right now right she's not going dipping back into her past because she misses all that shit you're the one doing you're the that. one she chose even with the guy that she slept with after your guys's first date she got that out of her system and then when you guys decided to go exclusive like you're still it for her i understand why you would be hurt by that male I ego correct totally understand that which is completely fine it's legitimate dude that that sucks dude that's hard to sit there sometimes yeah. as a man and go like fuck i can totally understand though the uh i think that okay so you're 22 so this is you're really young still and you know i think maybe it comes with age and experience and stuff but i don't think it's a necessarily a bad thing that she did that and i and it's hard to understand for you the like the why would she sleep with him if she doesn't have feelings for him but she had feelings for me and she didn't sleep with me it's she's separating sex and emotions yes is what she did well let's acknowledge one thing it just sucks to find it that out it does suck that's a that's a suck i would thing. be hurt if you did I that would too. absolutely and Straight it's, up. so it's not just the male ego because i would also be hurt if because we had such a great, amazing first date that if you went and slept with someone right after that, I'd be so crushed. Right, but so, it was so early at yeah. the same time. If I did that, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't invalidate that first date necessarily. Yes. But it would, for me, just there's some of the Taint magic that was bit. tainted. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Like, how could you have loved our first date so much and then still wanted to physically be with another person? Right, and yeah. I actually had opportunities to do that me because too. it was so early. Yeah, but I canceled everything else same and i had date a date with a guy uh, three days after our first date that we me and him had been flirting for months 
So like it was prime. He was before you in line. Yeah. And I canceled oh. it because I thought it would lead to a, a, you know, a place that I didn't want it to go. I got the fast pass. Yeah. You're the first date was so amazing that I was like, I don't give a fuck if this guy is a great first date. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I, was, I don't want yeah, it to same. ruin. I had a chick who's actually going to travel to see me. Yeah. From, from a different state. A different state. <laughs> yeah. And I was super nervous about that anyway. But then after you, I was just basically just like, I'm good on everything else. Yeah. I just didn't want to know. But I get like, so she's 20. I get the wanting to get it out of your system though. Because when, in my early relationship, a guy that I had been dating for five years, I, I felt like, I loved him, but I always like kind of had the what if feelings. Like if we were to get married today, I would have these wandering thoughts like, I wonder what it's like with another person, you know? Like that's what I don't think is happening here. I think that this person is going, wait, they have a higher body count than me. They also. Oh, no, there's two separate issues. I was talking about part one. Oh, right. Like the getting the, the non-emotional fuck boy hoe phase out of the way. Like if you want to call that a hoe phase, fucking one person before you, but like, you know, getting that out of your system. So well, that but he's not even talking about that necessarily. The he's, second. He says when he's comparing himself to her, that's when he feels weird. The second one is that. The part two. The part, I'm, t- I'm addressing part one. You understand? Yeah, There's I do. two parts. But, but he's, it's always about her is what I'm saying. It's yeah. always through the lens of her. He's not talking about himself. Like his own bullshit about like how he wishes he fucked more people. If he said that, that would be different. He did say that. Well, no, he's talking about how he said, he said that exactly. He says compared to her, he said, I, um, I have a bad time when I always compare myself. I'm also so jealous and regret not sleeping with people myself, okay. but I didn't have the emotional recovery to do that since my ex was toxic. Right. But okay. But my point of that is that yeah. he's com- in comparison to her situation. He's mm-hmm. going, ah, oh, fuck, maybe I'm missing out on some shit, but he seems like he really likes this chick. Totally. And he's like in and, and she likes him back. Right. Yeah. And she's proving it. That's what I'm saying is that is to let it go because I think it's almost better that she got this one dude out of the way that she didn't have feelings for, but she like, maybe like, what if she didn't do that? And then Mm -hmm. she got with him. Like, what if she didn't fuck that guy after your first date? And then you guys got together and she was always wondering about that guy. Dude, obviously that guy didn't lay it down. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She got with you after pal. She, it was like, she, she objectified him. She used him like a dildo and she tossed him away. That's what she means when she says she doesn't want to mess something up with someone that she actually likes. She doesn't want to objectify you and treat you like a dildo. She wants to actually get to know you as a human being. This guy, she used so that's the difference and being jealous of a sex toy she got through the mail exactly that's how because that's how she views it and exactly and i know it's hard i if i put myself in your shoes i would 100 percent be jealous too i i get that especially so early in the relationship like you're only seven months in right now like if i found out right now today eight years in that steve did that i could probably get over it really fast thank you but oh God, like thank you seven months in i i'd be super hurt so i don't i don't i would do i, I don't be, fault you at all i would for be being devastated hurt. yeah the I'm only because, crying and like thinking about only that. because of the magic elixir that was exactly, and to know that that was tainted somehow. But, but that's not our be all end all either. Exactly, I don't need us to have had that preserved for time, right? Like because it's not like we were either of us were virgins, exactly. You know, so that would no. be different. But um, now going on to part two, the body count thing. Uh, you guys that's not a lot of people 12 people is not a lot of people believe me we watch love island and they're like i fucked 200 people and like Dude, that's fucking insane 12 people a season bro 
and if it makes you feel better, I have double the body count that Steve has. Still not very high, but just trying to brag. But guess what? I don't take it as a brag. My body count is thirteen, and that's what it was when I oh I, my body count was twelve before I met Steve, or before we started dating, and that was twenty six, and it stayed that way forever. So now, like forever in time and space, my body count stays the same. So if you even you could you could try to say like oh that's a lot of people at age twenty before me but if you guys stay together Wait, what's for the your number thirteen I think I got mine up actually shut the fuck up in, in Minecraft what the hell I got it up in Minecraft Minecraft I have a Minecraft girlfriend. you don't even I found a chicken in a village when I was walking that's around. fucked up that's emotionally cheating I was well I was clicking the the control stick on the left side and definitely was squatting over her a couple times. Is it, was she a skeleton? No, she's just a chick. What are you talking about? Okay. I mean, yeah, she's really thin. I don't want to know. She looks good. She has a nice body. I don't want to know. I don't want to (laughs) know. But point being is that like it's, you're harping on a number that's going to be so insignificant if you consider that this to be a long-term relationship. If, I mean, what is, what is a relationship anyway? Mm -hmm. Like, like long-term, do you see yourself getting married? I mean, not everyone wants to get married, but you know, usually traditionally you date and then you get married and then you're together. Like you have kids, you become a a family, you know? So long-term looking at big picture in your life, 12 people is not a lot of people. It averages out to like a fraction of a person per year, you know? Yeah. Over time. And when you understand the way that she could have fucked that guy and then literally never talked to him again, basically is what yeah, it sounds like. Exactly. You understand her relationship with sex and and that's not a bad thing. That's it's just not. that's how she was doing it at the time. But she's obviously committed to you. So that's the honor of the situation. You have to clean slate it. You, you have, have to. to. You got to get rid of this bullshit yeah. in your head. And yeah, it is. There is male ego thing happening too, but it's also understandable. So we're not trying to just discount what you're feeling. I want you to play out like the, like go down the timeline of if you let yourself play out the revenge you would get on her. Like, let's say like you, you feel like you mad, you're it. frustrated. Yeah. You're like, I wish I would have fucked more people. Okay, yeah. play that out in your head. Nah. You go fuck some people and then and then what? And then what? You end up with her and then you fuck some people? Does that make you feel better? Like what like what does it really do for you? It really does. I think you called your own self out saying, you know, it's the male ego. I don't even I wouldn't even put a gender to male. it. Cuz cuz it just it's just ego. ego yeah. yeah. Is that like your butt hurt that she slept with more people, which like really doesn't mean anything in the big picture of things. But, you know, in this small tunnel vision zone, it's like a big deal. And it really isn't. I want you to know it just isn't a big deal, especially if you really care for somebody. And what this is going to make you do is you're going to start treating her differently and you're going to and it's going to ruin your relationship. And I think you can see that. And that's why you're asking. But you really need to clean slate it. And if that means going to her and just talking it all out and like even being self-aware and saying like, hey, I know this is my ego, but I just really need to talk it out. I'm angry. Yeah. Yeah. But like to her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because he's like submitting it to us. But like, you know, to her, like, like really like just let her know. Like I just say communication is everything. Like let her know that you're fully aware that it's your ego and you don't want to ru- it to ruin your relationship, but that you need to vent your frustrations and and your emotions. And dude, Nikki's body count being double mine doesn't bother me because I she comes home to me. I, she's exactly with me. like she's my chick. Like, I don't even remember those that. people. Same. And that's but that's the other thing too is like 
I like forging a new path with you. Yeah. It doesn't and matter like, what was behind us. What was behind us also led me to you. Exactly. It's like, oh, it's like, it's like ice. It was sampling ice cream flavors. Like, you know how they like, give you the little tiny spoon and then before you make your choice. They were tiny spoons. I heard they're too. teeny tiny spoons. I heard that. <laughs> so, so like you go and, and like, you're like, mm, okay, yeah, well, but I don't like this part about it. And then, so I had to sample more more tiny spoons before i found I like the, the way that you're sampling that. them too <laughs> no the way that you were just doing that was yeah it's great fantastic and then i found the the flavor that i wanted to commit to yeah. and i was like i could eat this flavor every day for the rest of my life and that's amazing and steve had to sample less flavors before he got to me and that's that's all that is that's really all that is is that you stumbled across me and you could have been like mm, i don't like this either but you didn't and we both just stumbled across the same flavor at the same time and we're like, yes, we like this flavor. Yes. And and that's what it what it really is. Are there still other flavors out there? Are there still Basket Robbins has thirty two. This is shit I don't even ask myself, bro. See? I just don't give a shit. I only anymore. tasted twelve. That's got, not even a third. That's lock like a third. In, once you lock in, then you're locked in. But if you're so just you seem like an emotionally intelligent person. We're gonna we're about to move on from this, by the way. Yeah. This has been very long. But um, I think you have the wherewithal to get through this. I really do. I think you can make this work with your chick. You just gotta, like what Nikki's saying, come forward about your feelings about this. Clean slate. Yeah, don't it. bottle it up. Just let it all out. Yeah. And be and like, if, listen, I need to sit you down and if you if you hear me right now and go, man, this is a little bit of a bitch, I understand because I kind of agree with you, but I need to get this out. Yeah, exactly. The, the more self-awareness, the better. Yes. And if she loves you, which it sounds like she does. She does. Like, like she'll it. understand. And she might even appreciate you more for it, for the transparency and the communication. Um, you didn't find out she's texting these people, right? Yeah. I mean, you're the guy, bro. So it's time, you're the to, dude. it's time to embrace it. Put on the leather jacket. Get on the motorcycle. Something about you, she was like, this dude's magic. Like, fuck everyone. Like, I don't even want to see anybody else. Like, I don't want to, like, I have blinders on to everyone else now in the male population. Exactly. Yeah. So. Good luck. We're rooting for you big time. We're rooting Hope for you. Hope you follow back with us. I don't us. know how Let's you know. locked her down, but keep doing <laughs> it. Okay. Don't make him dwell on that. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Next question. Let's see. Let's see what we got. How to stop the never ending cycle of negative thought. Okay. okay. This is something I think a lot of people can relate to. Unique. Depending. Let me see the situation. Dear Nikki, dear Steve, negative Nelly here. I am 27 and all my life have struggled with negativity, low self-esteem, and have never been satisfied with myself. I see my constant complaining ruining my friendships and relationships. Are you someone I know? <laughs> I simply am no fun to be around. And me knowing that only makes things worse because it almost confirms my negativity. I'm no good at meeting new people because the fear of not being accepted paralyzes me to the point that I actually don't feel accepted, making it in the end a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think my relationship just ended because my boyfriend can't listen to my complaining anymore. No, every story I tell is negative. Something in me just keeps bringing up the downsides of everything. I self-doubt every aspect of my life. And the most ridiculous thing is that deep down, I actually love life and I'm happy for what is to come and the trees and the bees and the whole shebang. I'm 99.9% .9 sure I can blame my parents, by the way, but I guess everyone is doing their best. So I try not to judge them too hard. How do I break the cycle? How do I stop seeing the negative side in everything? Relax and be confident in myself. I wish you two the best of luck. Negative Nelly. We love you, Negative Nelly. We love you, Negative Nelly. You are just a roaster, unfortunately. That's how you communicate with people. And I think that that's kind of your, like, when it comes to people being stuck in conversations, I think that you go to this negative place because you can find more, like, like runway 
to speak about something. And so maybe that's why you always go there because you can always see the faults in things and like mm. all the errors and like you're like, oh, I can pick this apart to death. And you don't necessarily go to the good side of the of that stuff. That's interesting because I think it's a coping mechanism. I oh, think, I definitely think that. I think it's a safety. I think that you maybe feel like you didn't have a sense of safety growing up. And this is just me. I don't know. I don't know your life at all. Like this is just complete conjecture. But one, I think you should go see a therapist 1000%. Yes, I think you should see a, th- a psychologist because they can help unroot coping mechanisms that are unhealthy to your present life. But it sounds like you developed this somewhere along the line because every time you got your hopes up or excited about something, maybe you got disappointed or you were disparaged or something bad happened to you or you didn't feel a sense of safety. So now what you're doing is to protect yourself. You're like, well, this could happen. This could happen. Oh, I see this happening. Oh, I hate how this happens. I hate this and this and this and this because you're like, if I can see all the holes in something, mm-hmm. then I can protect myself. I know where they all are and exactly I can right. I can like patch them up with spackle and then maybe I'll survive. I couldn't agree more. And it doesn't have to be that way because the truth is no one knows what's going to happen. It could equally be a good outcome as a bad outcome. And you speculating over all the holes and things doesn't change it. Yes, this actually can be a good skill when you're you're working on a new project and you want to make sure like before the rocket launches that you have all the measurements correct and nothing sucks and you use quality materials and all kinds of stuff. scientist is not a Debbie Downer. Yeah, exactly. But in your everyday today life, yeah, like people don't want to hear about how if they go on that roller coaster, there's a 2% no. chance that they might fall out because you heard this one story where a girl got decapitated on the Batman ride and the, like got her, got so other people got feet chopped off, you it was know? Riddler's Revenge. It was the Batman ride. It was Riddler's Revenge. There was a separate incident on Riddler's Revenge. Go look it up, Google it. Born and raised California it was, right here. It was on Penguin's Plunge. I will fight you. It was on Penguin's Plunge. That's not a thing. You should look it up. That's not a thing. It was on Catwoman's Climb. That's not a thing. You want to mess with me <laughs> no, at Six Flags Magic I, Mountain? I, I don't. I don't. I've in been Valencia, once. I've California. Been once. I've, been once. Okay. I've been twice. I've been many times. Yeah, we used to go on bottles of Coke cans. Oh, no, not bottles. The Coke cans. If you were under 18, you got a free pass if you turned in a certain amount of Coke cans. Shit. I'm I didn't fucking, know who I was fucking with. Sorry. Uh, yeah, exactly. I didn't know who I was fucking with. Educate yourself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think Nikki just diagnosed it perfectly. Uh, my only thing I would add to that is challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to um, look at, to when you start talking about something negatively, try to find something positive about it, like to workshop it as you head to therapy because that's yeah. ultimately where we want you to go. Catch yourself when you're doing it, which you are already self-aware that you're doing it. Just try to catch yourself in the moment and then see how you can make your criticisms more constructive because I think ultimately it sounds like you have good intentions. It's just that the constructive part is missing. So yes. you're saying all the bad shit about it, but you're not saying like, what could what could be better about it? And where could we thing. improve? Because could... I think you're probably good at it. I think you're probably good at deconstructing something and yeah. stepping on it until it's dead, right? <laughs> and that, and there's a value to that. Like as a comedian, like obviously, like there's a lot of things that you could do that with, but challenge yourself to do both and see why this discrepancy exists for yourself. And I think what Nikki's saying is exactly dead on. You're... you're if you step on enough things, they can't hurt you. And it doesn't need to be like that. 
And a good therapist can give you some some more tools that you can add to and replace unhealthy coping, coping mechanisms with good ones. Yeah. So definitely see a professional, but good yeah. luck. Good luck. We love you. Yeah. You are loved. Yeah. Don't forget that. For real. But yeah, like you kind of get what you focus on. So if you want to stop attracting negative things, you do have to kind of make a, an adjustment. There. Dude, it's so funny you say that. I'm sorry. Ever so quickly. Yes. Me and Nikki are watching episodes of Survivor because we love Survivor. And there's a cat on the show who is so fucking negative. And then on the first day of the island, the first minute of the island, this is the cat with the bloody face like who's yeah. like almost going home. Yeah. Because... I swear there's something about negative people who are constantly just doing that, that prove the conclusion that they have a reason to be negative. And it's just a self like self-fulfilling prophecy prophecy every time. Yeah. Yeah. So true. But you know that. So yeah, go, go see a therapist that can really work those issues out. And yeah, you're not wrong about blaming your parents. Like there probably is stuff that happened in your childhood. But yeah, they are doing their, they were doing their best. You seem very smart. So, you do. so like, I think you'll have no problem. You just need the, the right tools basically to help you. So like you seem like I somebody really who, would, who would not go on Catwoman's climb. You're like, you're not going on the That's ride. That's not a thing. You're not going on the ride. Get out of here. Go back to Virginia. So. You fool. You clown. Oh yeah. Do you know about Virginia? King's Dominion? Do no, I don't. Had? And I don't pretend to know. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one's called how to embrace being quote unquote weird. Maybe we should take a break first, actually. We should. Okay, but then we're going to come back and talk about how to embrace being weird. So hope all you weirdos are ready. Yeah, hope all you Ali Sheedies are ready (laughs) putting your fucking scarf on. Dude, I've been compared to her a lot. I can see it. Okay, well, there you go. And if you don't know what movie reference that is... That's The Breakfast Club. Get wrecked. Come on, guys. Watch watch old stuff, too. Get old. You gotta watch both. God. Help us keep our references. Thank you. Send us 10 movies that that you watch so that we can add them to our references. Yeah, we'll we'll exchange. We watch a lot of Survivor. We're your aunt and uncle who are like, hey, what are you guys up to? (laughs) I am an aunt. I am too. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. 
Every week, my co-hosts, James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Cute. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> okay, we're back. And the question, if you forgot, which I understand how you could because the ads we read were probably so cool that you were like, wait, like, what were we talking I about? I actually had to open another tab here. I'm getting I'm getting some products, some fine products. <laughs> it's about how to embrace being quote unquote weird. Sorry, this one is kind of long, LOL. That's okay. We got time. Hey, Nikki and Steve, but specifically Nikki, since this question is geared more towards her. You mean weirdos? I'm weird. It's not a compliment. Well, it is kind of depending on how you take it. Okay. How did you cope with not being conventionally, quote unquote, normal? I think part of why I am the way I am is because I'm neurodivergent, anxiety, depression, OCD, and ADHD, and I have a lot of childhood trauma. I feel like people get annoyed by me because I don't have a great attention span. I am impatient. I pace a lot and stare off into space. I need to be mentally stimulated or I cannot stay and do something. I feel like I need to leave. I can be high maintenance at times and have very strong emotions, positive and negative. I have, quote unquote, quirks that... That others have to deal with but it can also be difficult because i feel like people get sick of me on the other hand i have a lot of positive qualities as well i have a witty sense of humor i'm empathetic i'm very loyal and affectionate i'm interesting because i'm constantly thinking of new ideas and i can keep a conversation going i'll randomly start new creative projects i have a fashion line a jewelry line a bullet journal mm-hmm. i'm writing a screenplay despite all my positive traits i feel like people want someone who is way more normal or easygoing or quirky but not too quote-unquote weird i worry that i drain others with my energy and i know that some people include me but then tell others that they feel pity towards me oh my god i relate so hard to that i know that there are people who genuinely love my presence and think i'm fun to be around while i know my value i have gone through life feeling like i'm hard to love so it's pretty hard to unlearn i feel like those like guys lose interest when they find out that i'm weird i feel like i find myself masking myself with friends and romantic partners because i'm worried they will even think i'm weird and and leave i don't even do this on purpose so that's the scary part I get that. Anyway, I'm only 18, so I'd like some advice. I know that I have good things about me and I'm passionate about trying to be myself, but it's hard when yourself is not what society generally accepts. Anyway, I would like some big sister advice. Much love, Anonymous. All right. Awesome. I mean, you're further along than I was at 18. At 18, I was in a depression shithole because I did wasn't aware of neurodivergency or um like that i am i have awesome traits i saw everything that i previously viewed as awesome as being just weird and that i must be delusional to think that they were ever cool to begin with and it was just like i just felt like i brought no value to the world at all um so you're farther along than me so congratulations pat yourself on the back uh at 18 that's wonderful i'm so happy for you to at least be self-aware even though you're 
reality hasn't quite caught up to your mindset, if that makes sense. Um, I think that you're on the right path. I uh, Can I? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I don't think I know one single friend or person in my life who doesn't have quirks to them. Mm -hmm. Like there, there are things that are happening that I think are more common than you think that you associate as being weird. Yeah. That I don't think are that weird. Well, that's because, and I get at 18, I'm trying to put myself back there. Of course. You haven't found that yet. Like with the community of people yeah. yet, because I think that we're in the entertainment industry and there's a lot of creative people. And just so happens that a lot of creative people happen to have quirks and are like a lot of creative people have ADHD. Like a lot of like the people that we know and, and are around have. Maybe th I'm just lucky things. then because my first kid friend, my best friend as a child, his name is BJ and he had ADHD diagnosed. Yeah, yeah. And I just, it never is, has been that weird to me, I guess, um, like quirks wise. Well, you seem to be I attracted was so used to, to it. it. Yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> that's all I want in my life. Yeah. But no, but that's what I mean. It's not that strange to me. And especially because I have, I think my mother deals with depression. I, I don't think that I got off the hook as far as being around any of that. Right. Like, so, and I, I mean, off the hook just as far as like, I'm not ignorant to it at all whatsoever. I, I see it, I'm immersed with it, and I like it. Like, I, I like um, trying to help like my mom like be her bright light i like i like understanding what when somebody's maybe acting a way that other people are like that's weird and i'm like i don't see that as that weird am i crazy yeah so like i like the looking at the both sides of it right yeah so i don't think that anything that this person said is that odd or quirky no. or weird or anything and i just want to try to help her maybe embrace that it's not that weird okay yeah i think that embracing the fact that it's cool to not necessarily be the norm is great i would say because i was going to use you as an example that they're that fuck the people that are annoyed by you or that um don't get you or that judge you because of stuff that they misunderstand about you because there are going to be people along your life that will understand you and will accept you like Steve was for me. I think that you're the first person, the first boyfriend that I've ever been with that I have been able to unmask completely with. Yeah. You know? You're just yourself. I, I've been myself around my previous boyfriends because um, they've always been like my best friend, but not, there's always a little inkling of like, well, I can't show them this part yeah. of me. Yeah, you know, I can't sure. completely let go because I still want them to think I'm cool. Yeah. Like I don't want them to think I'm annoying. And I still had that little bit of masking where I like, like that I needed to be cool person or pretend like I had my emotions under control when I really didn't. I mm. had a lot of trouble regulating emotions and I would just need alone time to basically cry and like, have meltdowns and stuff without them seeing i honestly think that my mom helped so much with that because i saw that so much growing up yeah like my mom having meltdowns and stuff and it was always like just part of my daily life yeah but i never think of it as that weird i guess which is so cool yeah but i didn't even know till later on that that's not everyone mom's everyone's mom's doing exactly yeah and so i totally mm -hmm. relate to this person where it's like gosh like i just w wish so badly that i could regulate my personality like that i 
like my hyper times where where I am like kind of annoying that I could know and tone it down. And it's like this constant like needing to be self-aware and it can never let the walls down because you might end up being too annoying and people would they'll find out about you being the plebs will yeah but that but, but, that's I, not, but I get it it's it's a real fear because yeah. like you know being a human being we have these primal instincts to run in tribes to be accepted by the whole to like not be outcasted and it's hard to feel like you're doing the most to try to be part of the group right. and then get out, outcasted. I'm not talking about the people that are like, fuck you, I want to be outcasted. No, like, I think I have a cheat code compared to yeah. you because I can hear what the tribe is going to say and you're like, I'm just being myself. I don't think they're going to think that. Yeah. And then later on, you're like, oh my God, this is what they're going to think. Yes. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But in the moment, you're like, no, I'm just, no, they're yeah, not going to think go, that. And yeah. then it's like, oh no, I let myself go in that moment. Like, fuck, did I fuck up? Like, But for me, I'm like, oh, I'm a hyper aware. So I know the tribe's going to think that because of what you just said. So yeah. like, let's try to talk about this. I always or, have to use you as a sounding board because yeah. I'm like, did I, did I go too far? Was I too weird? Like, did I do something like just co- so crazy? How many times have I said yes to that, by the way? Exactly. Like never. Yeah. Because you're, you're uniquely you and I love that about you. And anybody who... Who's lame to you? That's why we keep a tight ship anyway. Have a, a tight friendship. Yeah, that's circle. another that's thing how you too. Should be as yeah, well. you should keep it tight. Like, yes, I get the masking part, and but like, find the people. Like, maybe it's one by one. Like, maybe you only have find one at first, and then for years, like it's just you and that one person that you can unmask around, and then it kind of grows over time. But you keep that circle tight, because then you—that's how you build the sense of security, and like, then it allows you to unmask in front of other people outside that circle and it doesn't matter if they judge you because you know you always have that inner circle to come back to you have a a, a back strength yeah but uh, yeah ultimately you're right about all these things like all the all the good qualities you listed and i'm so glad that you're aware of them the like you know the creativity the um starting starting creative projects all this stuff like the jewelry line bullet journal writing a screenplay that's amazing and that all stems from you being kind of outside of the norm like mm-hmm. that m- most people are scared to go out of their comfort zones and you're not because of whatever reason the thing about reality that sucks compared to hollywood right is that mostly in x-man movies we see people who can make fire with their hands and they're like i just wish i was normal <laughs> and we're like fuck you yeah yeah fuck off they're like I can fly like it sucks. It sucks. I just want to be a person. And we're like, accepted. oh, fuck off. This metaphor actually completely sucks <laughs> because everybody wishes they could do that. Yeah. There's nobody who's like, I see a guy who could fly. What the fuck, man? We get the come on, man. That's fucking weird, dude. Everyone's like, holy shit. If anything, like you get some kind of a claim for it or credit. Mm-hmm. You can make a whole career off of it. But the these things are more detailed, more idiosyncratic. And so, therefore, it's less sexy. Yeah. And that's what Hollywood does. It makes everything so goddamn sexy. That True. It's like, but they use the same metaphor. So, what she's dealing with is, I think, so normal. And I, I think, I wish it was way more normal as far as, like, the way that we see everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're rooting for you, man. That's- yeah. I mean, 18, you're so young. Like, you will you have so much runway to meet the people that are gonna you're just gonna click with my best advice is just to not waste time on the ones that don't like don't though if i could go back and talk to my younger self i would be like don't waste so much energy trying to impress this person or trying to be part of this group which ultimately doesn't they don't get you like they just you've had the same four friends for like 20 years yeah and then you know with me and like richard ryan and like all the yeah sketch guys like the 
like but it's all rare right like, yeah as far as everybody goes like it's it's harder to find those people that we just go like yeah those are our people mm-hmm. so but you'll get better at it yeah if you just keep yourself as the gatekeeper to yourself like don't give your power away to like oh i hope you accept me yes. like no like they're i'm you gonna hope, work overdrive do to they, have you accept, do you accept them like exactly just switch, switch the table around it's a two-way street yeah exactly and you're not weird there's nothing about you that's weird it really isn't weird is just because a, you can't make fire with your hands weirdest perspective that'd be weird and i'd be i'd be calling the government <laughs> if i knew you could do that all right mm-hmm. thank you all right Oh, I like the start of this one. Thank you for being a diamond among rocks. Sounds like a bunch of compliments are about to ensue. Sounds like you listen to a lot of, yeah. pod- of podcasts. Please give podcast guidance. Thanks. Okay. Hi, Nikki and okay. Steve. Thank you for being a rose among daisies for podcasts. Your podcast was one of the best finds I've stumbled upon on YouTube in what feels like a long time. Hashtag wow. facts. Thank you. That's awesome. Oh, so you just stumbled ac- across us. My That's former audience really cool. disagrees, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> So my friend and I recently started a podcast and I'm starting to feel overwhelmed as a new beginner podcaster. We currently set up our socials posting a new episode every Tuesday, marketing promotion through social media, IG, TikTok, Twitch, links below if you want to check it out. Mm -hmm. Basically, do you have any advice on how to monetize, grow the pie? Do you also think doing more is better? Example, more content, more posts, more apps, etc. Or being more accurate with studying SEO, finding a niche, planning on planning in advance my struggle is finding the balance between doing the work because i'm eager to grow and i know i'm impatient because i want to enjoy the work but i am afraid when i'm doing things by go with the flow i tend to half-ass a lot of things and then i get mad that i didn't do enough work and i'm already seeing this that this is going to be a delicate cycle thoughts in advance please anonymous why be anonymous if you're trying to plug your podcast right that's true what are you doing you could have got a free plug right now come on man all right i mean okay so I get it. They're, they're, they're going for genuine advice here on their yeah. own thing. But when, okay, anytime that I'm trying to pitch something to somebody, mm-hmm. like Nikki, name a movie right now. And by the way, this is unprompted. Mm-hmm. Unprompted, Nikki did and not know. I really know. don't know a lot of movies. She so does this not know a lot of movies, hard. but you got to be good at pitching, I think. Okay. okay, go. What, name any movie? Any movie. Garden State. Garden State. Um, a... Uh, a coming of age movie about a man who, after the death of a family member, has to confront where what he wants to do with his life, right? And that kind of is the whole thing that brings you into it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why? What? What does your podcast exist for? What's the hook of your podcast? Like, that's what you have to ask yourself. Yeah. Like, what? Like for us, it was shit they don't tell you. It was like. This is the shit that we wish we so knew. some shit that like we wish that we knew that that we wish people would have told us instead of the things that we learned in school. And people to this day, if we're at some party somewhere and they don't know us. They hear podcasts. They're like, yeah, whatever. whatever. Everyone has and a podcast. And then we say that and they're like, oh, cool. Yeah. They get kind of hooked on it. They're like, oh, let's check that out. That's I'll a great concept. So you need to figure out what your hook is. First and foremost, fuck SEO. Fuck all the other things you're talking about. Like all the search stuff. It's all great. It, that can work for you too. But having a core idea that works, mm-hmm. that's everything. I, I wouldn't disregard the other stuff. And when it comes to quality versus quantity, I would definitely focus on quality first. Get to get like really put all your energy into finding that niche, yeah. that, that hook, that everything. Yeah. And what you want is to come out with an episode so great that people are begging for more like it, right? 
And then that's how you know you're onto something like that. You're onto a hook or whatever. And then you can you can put time into creating another episode like that. And what you want to eventually do is get to a point where like you just know exactly what your thing is and you hit it over and over and over again so hard. And that's when you can up the quantity of it. And with monetization, it's just all about honestly, I mean, I think it's about views. I we have producers on our podcast, so they do that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all it's about uh like it's brands sponsoring the show. Um also Patreon is really cool. Patreon, shout out to Patreon. Patreon.com slash sticky if you want to help the show out. And don't be too cute either. Oh yeah, but no crypto corner on Patreon. So yeah, yeah, ever so sorry. But no, but don't be too cute either. Where you you beat an idea to death, where you never actually make anything because you're like, well, that's not original yet because every everything's mm. been done. I'm talking about like just yeah. having something that you're passionate about. Where you're, like for me and Nikki, we have been saying for years on every thing we ever been on. I wish people told me this. Yes, and so that's what where the show came from. Nikki actually came up with the idea for shit they don't tell you. She's like, oh, it's like oh, the shit they don't tell you about all the things growing up. And I was like, holy fuck, I yeah, that's exactly what it keys in so well on what our whole vibe is. Our whole thing, yeah, and has then, always been. And then there was like an initial war almost where it's like. Our, is our show just subject based? Yeah. Or is it vibe based? Like, and I think that it's it's both. Now it has a good. balance. It was just good. Yeah, for sure. But behind the scenes, we weren't even sure because it was so early. It was you're, so early. You're exploring. You're trying to find out what the fuck it is. And so it was like, are people here for the vibe or are they here um, for the subject? For the matter? subject, yeah. And I think it needs to be both. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're just a hangout podcast, and I don't want to be that either. Totally. Yeah, I was getting really sick of just the podcast where people just shoot the shit. Like, I don't like it personally. I don't listen. to I those. think it feels a little t- a little arrogant to me yeah. because it's like it relies on the fact that you think people care about, about what you're shooting the shit about, right? Or that that you, they care. They're so invested in your life that oh, it's just us in our living room. Well, yeah. is that interesting? Yeah. What What is it? Why? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and granted, there's there's successful podcasts that do this, like um, obviously that are really like great at it but like when every podcast started doing that it was, it was just kind of hard because it's like what are they ta- there's no subject matter it at like all just show up it's though. just a vibe just show up yeah yeah we don't want that but we like that we created a vibe for you guys but we also like that there's a point to whatever we're doing yes that day and that the, so those two things did not marry themselves initially right we had so to find that we had to find that so that's the whole thing is you got to find your show as you build it you will you can't just start with it and go this it's done. Yeah. It will organically create like a whole nother thing. And that'll hopefully you. like that'll motivate you cuz once you see what like what's your on the scent of it, you're like, "Oh, I got to follow this more." And and you won't be half assing it because you're so excited about developing it. And it'll be when you look back it'll be so obvious to you <laughs> what the answer should have been. Yeah. That it'll be almost absurd, but yeah, when you're finding it in the moment and you're in the fog of war and you're just like, we're figuring it out, it's so much harder to recognize what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Like even for me recently doing Crypto Corner, which has been crazy great yeah. for me personally. People love it. But that's what I mean for me personally though. Yeah. Even independent of that, it's yeah. been great for me because here's something I've been passionate about for years on end. Mm-hmm. And I can finally talk about it all the time. Yeah. I don't have to wait for like once a month I can talk about the shit they don't tell you so I don't bore everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Or like when I'm on JK and like, if it's okay you got like a minute tops. yeah and if yeah. i and if i even get to talk about it for 45 seconds myself because everyone's talking yeah and it's a shared platform so which is good yeah so but that's the thing is i get to actually just go deep go in depth. on something that i can go deep on because bro i can go 12 foot deep on this pool because i know what's down there mm-hmm. and 
I don't, I didn't get to always spread my wings. And so I, it's just been great for me personally. Yeah. It's awesome. I haven't seen you have this much passion and excitement for something since you used to do your trolling videos. But it was so obvious yeah. to do crypto. But yeah. This whole time I didn't. We just didn't know what format or exactly. platform to do it on. Yeah. So looking into your own show, like I promise you'll have the same revelatory thing where you're like, yeah. oh my God, I should it should have been that the whole time. What are you interested in talking about? I promise you. I found people who talk, I've said this many times. I found people who fucking like pinball and I watch an hour of them talking about pinball and I don't even give a fuck. You'll know because once you start talking about it, it'll give you that little ping of like, there's like a fuzzy yes. feeling like the spark. Your soul's jumping out of your body. Yes. It's like so excited yeah. about it. Yeah. And you'll just know. It's like being in love. Like you'll just know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Makes me want to grab your boobs right now. Don't do it. I should. My boobs got so big, guys. They got big, like, guys. I went up like a full cup size. We're excited about I it. I can't show them to you right Are now. you a D? No, I'm like a full C. But I was a D. You're in, like a late C, I, I think. I was like a D. I was a D in high school. You're a C minus. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Wouldn't it be C plus if it was moving on to the next size? No, because you're closer to a D. You're C minus. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Are you even listening? I don't know. I yeah. was thinking okay. opposite you. Um, yeah, I've been a, a, a B for like years now and it just recently went back up. What I love about this is everyone on YouTube is now looking at your boobs. As you say <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> including me as I watch this. Again right, right, right. And jerk off. Anyway, I hope that helped you anonymous. We'll check your, we'll check your shit out. We'll check yeah, your links thank out. You thank you links, for your links anonymous, but we will keep you anonymous because you asked us to. Yeah. He asked us to Jesus. do that. It was on you. Okay. We've got room for one more. Okay, last one. Okay. Lightning round. Okay. We call this lightning okay, round. Okay, I'm leaving it up to you. Do you want can people change or do you want long distance trans polyamorous pile fe featuring compliments? I think you know what I want. Okay, long distance trans polyamorous Thank pile you. featuring compliments. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Nikki and Steve. I want to hear all the compliments, please. Okay. Yes. I want to start by saying that I'm on a self improvement journey and I feel like I'm close to a major breakthrough and finding a fulfilling life direction for myself. I've done a lot of work, therapy, medications, meditation, etc., but I'm grateful to have such amazing role models as you two and alan watts at nikki's recommendation oh my god yes wait who the fuck is that alan watts who's that oh he's amazing you gotta check out his stuff he's a i guess a philosopher but um oh. he has just every i agree with pretty much everything he's ever said i oh, mean i, like I haven't listened i like to, when i find someone like that yeah yeah i mean granted i haven't listened to everything he said so maybe there's something out there i don't agree with but i've up till this point agreed with every single thing he said yeah and he has such a great way with words this is going to turn into a compliment oh, Alan Watts wow. session. I mean, Nikki doesn't even talk this way about her husband. Okay. I mean, you just, you're just not as articulate as him. And oh my he God. takes you on a journey. Like my he has half of the silence between his words is like so, oh, just so good. Anyway. What the fuck? Don't come to this. Go Jesus. fucking Google him and you'll be on the same journey as me. I'm not going to come to Alan Watts. Dude. I've shown you some of his stuff. Maybe I just didn't tell you it was Alan Watts. Okay, but. you didn't. I want to make this as brief as possible, but it's a little slash very complicated. Names change to keep it on amenity. My name is Lil Debbie. I'm a 26-year-old bi trans woman in the Portland, Oregon area. I have two partners, a very gay boyfriend of five years named Jordan and a very bi... Wait, names... Okay, names are changed. Okay. A very gay boyfriend of five years, Jordan, and a bi boyfriend of one year, Alex. Jordan lives with me and Alex lives in Texas. I've known Alex for seven years and we met through Team Fortress 2. Oh my God, nice. What, is that like a Fortnite I used to play, thing? Well, if you listen to my life story, you know I used to play Team Fortress Classic. I was one of the legends of that game. Okay. I was one of the best. Actually, this is real. 
I was one of the top 30 players in the world at one point. Are you Alex in this? No, but I, I just wanted to give my credentials on <laughs> okay. this story. So people understand when I'm talking about Team Fortress. I don't even yeah, know, I what know what that is. What is it? It's a game. It's a video game from, I've got from, that from part. Steam. It's on. It's a Valve game. I don't know. What from, it's a Half-Life model. You know, I don't okay, want to know anymore. Fine. We've been talking almost the whole time we've known each other and have met multiple times in person to do some hanging out. There was also some infrequent infrequent banging out which Jordan gave informed, enthusiastic consent for. Jordan and Alex aren't in a relationship. They're wait, both, wait, what does that mean, inform, banging out? Like, so they fucked and she, like, Jordan, her boyfriend of five years, said totally cool with it, like, yes. Oh, the two dudes fucked? No, no, no. Okay, so she's in a relationship with these two dudes. Yes. Okay, One's Jordan that she's been with for five years. Yes. The other guy is Alex who is in Texas. Is one year. Yeah. Right. And so Alex is in Texas. Yeah. And so she's only met up with him a few times. Okay. They met through Fortress 2. Team Fortress 2. So that's how they met. And like they've only met up in person IRL a few times. There was some banging out that her other boyfriend Jordan approved of tremendously enthusiastically he is he's not a tf2 guy but alex and jordan have never aren't they are not in a relationship do you know if she plays a heavy i don't know or is she a soldier that's not part of it okay okay they're both supportive but jordan is apprehensive and can't picture himself dating a woman he's told me he wants to stay with me and doesn't want me to repress who i am alex however has been very positive and encouraging using she her pronouns for me referring to me as his girlfriend and generally being more outwardly supportive i started hormone replacement recently and wanted to look into gender confirmation surgery bottom surgery around the end of next year jordan is understandably not excited about that but is still doing his best to be supportive me and jordan just got home from a visit to see alex and jordan has been physically and intimately distant since i told him i wanted to start hormone replacement therapy which was before our trip so now i'm in a position where i want to stay with both of them because i love them both a lot but jordan has shown less interest in me in being close and doesn't want to move to texas alex has two other boyfriends who live with him in his mortgaged house in texas so all of them moving to oregon is pretty much out of the question i'm excited about my future with alex but it feels like jordan is a toxic relationship waiting to happen before we break up jordan helps pay for rent and i'm able to pay down debt and save up at the same time because of his help but i don't want to think we're staying together only for financial reasons or societal pressure to not break up are my fears unfounded and should i stay with both of them or should i cut things off with jordan and make a break for alex in texas thank you so so much for your time i love you both so much and i'm glad to be supporting y'all however i can since your content has been so helpful and supportive for me much love little debbie oh my god we love you, we love you debbie um i mean right away i'm gonna say go with alex and break up with jordan what do you think yeah i mean i wish i knew more honestly because i it sounds like mm. well no hold on okay it sounds like um there's something that he found about this person as they are yes that he attached himself to Okay. And so he's coping with what's going on with the change that's about to happen. Okay. That's all. But, Could be. But, but embracing what they want is so important. Yes. And so giving them a little bit of time to try to embrace it, I think, is not necessarily horrible. But if you're just like, you know, I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to see both sides. But he, of it. I, I understand, and yeah. I like where you're coming from. Yeah. It's like when I gave up eating meat, and exactly. you were like, "Okay, you were so like, uh, kind of like." Oh, I was weirded I don't, out. I, don't like, yeah, yeah. I was weirded out. You were like, we would celebrate things by going to eat filet mignon, yes. for example. Yeah. And you went on a dime. Yeah. And it was fine because I accepted it, but it was it took some time, like to understand. Okay, but did you ever blatantly say, "I can't be with someone that doesn't eat meat"? No, fuck no. And so this person did. Right. So Jordan said, I can't see myself being with a woman ever. Right. And 
That's and true. I and I get that's that. True. It's in. She understands yeah, Jordan's thing. And and I get how that could be hard too. You're okay, look at you right now. One hundred percent straight. You like can't you probably can't picture being with a man, right? No. And if I was like, I'm a man, then well, you're straight. Like you can't change that. Like you're just born how you're born. You know, she's born trans and he was born a gay man. And like that's right. I think that ultimately he can love her like yeah, Jordan yeah. can love her, but sexually I don't think it'll work out. And ultimately I think that that would be the demise of the relationship. And instead of drawing it out and like going through all that suffering and, and like trying because you love a person and you're trying to yeah, yeah. be, Appease make it that. work. Appe yeah. Appeasement is not I just good. think that yeah. you should let it go. Like, yeah. honestly you're on just a different path now. And unfortunately you and Jordan met at a time where you were still confused maybe, or I mean, I don't know your whole situation, but it sounds like, you know, that what he entered into a relationship with is not what is happening currently. Yeah. And that happens in relationships on all sorts of levels. Like people enter relationships saying like, both of us were together and we never want kids. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. a thing that we will never yeah. break that agreement. Yeah. And then, one person wants kids and yeah. it's not the other person's fault that they still don't want kids. And it's not the person's fault that changed their mind and actually wants kids. But well, no, um, they're a liar now. What? They're a liar now. Though. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And when you're trans, it's not like you changed your mind. It's just that you discovered who you actually are. And, yeah. and that's beautiful. But, um, but yet to the person that was with you for who they thought that you were sexually, and this is not like to do with you as a person, but like, um, you know, sexual orientation wise, it makes things very complicated because uh, especially if you get bottom surgery and they are used to different parts being there, like it could be very, very hard for them. And again, like Steve said, I don't know, Jordan, maybe he is a type of person that can change his mind and or like or is more open to um, doing more things on the Spectrum? I just think that the reticence is not an indication of like this is fucked. That's all. Like oh. if there's going to be a change like that, yeah, right. Then then a major change. Yeah. Then Jordan's going like, okay, I'm maybe not like like is Jordan supposed to if you're if if this is happening, he's known about it, of course. Yeah. But now that it's actually happening, like on the next Monday morning, is he supposed to just be like 100 percent? I'm in, right? Like, obviously, there's more detailed things going on. That's totally. all. And yeah. so I can understand the reticence, but I, so I don't know that he can't budge is all because I don't know, Jordan. I don't know the situation. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, if you want to give it a six months or something, sure. And just see. But if he makes and you feel see. bad, that's the key. Exactly. I don't like that. If he makes you feel bad about it, then fuck it. Well, and he can even not even be ten intentionally making her feel bad, but right. just the... Like he wants to be with the guy, right. you know, and he's very clear about that. Right. And, and so, yeah, like he can love you, but I mean, to be honest, if, if you were, uh, you've discovered that you were a, a, tr a trans woman right now, I, I'm, I don't know. Like I've, I guess I would have to take time, but like, um, you know, I, I have a certain identity myself and, yeah. and I think Jordan does too. And yeah, it is about like, I mean, we don't know these, we don't know any of you personally, but it sounds like. No, I think you're probably right. Alex just, accepts you 100% whole yeah. for who you are and what you are and what you stand for and what you've discovered about yourself and who you are now. Jordan represents who you were then and, and he still can love you, but not 
be in a relationship with you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm merely, I think I, I agree with you. I think yeah. more than I agree with even what I'm saying, but I'm trying to represent that a little bit because of the, the lack of understanding of totally. the situation. That's all. Oh, I agree. I mean, like obviously everyone that submits questions here, we don't know the full situation. And so we're taking just the information that we're given from what was submitted in the email and trying to like, make an opinion based on that but just speaking from knowing relationships i've known couples where uh they were very young and one other they were in a a gay couple Mm -hmm. and then one came out as being a different gender and the other one was like sorry like i love you but like i'm attracted to for sure like it was a lesbian couple and she's like i'm attracted to women and you're you're a dude and i support you 100 percent. i support yep. you that's great i'm glad you found yourself but that's not i me. can't be with yeah. you and that sucks yeah. because it's like we built a a whole relationship on what we thought was going on and that's uh-huh. no one's fault but right. yeah i i do think that i do think that um alex sounds like he 100 percent accepts you and yeah, ultimately does, that's no, alex is not a problem here yeah it sounds like Jordan. Um, Jordan, there's trying to be a reconciliation with Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And so I just don't want to just go like and dismiss well, it. Fuck Jordan anyway. No, like, no, no, I just no. want to try to understand where Jordan's coming from a little more before I discard Jordan. That's totally. All. Yeah. Oh, I and I get that. I don't. I think that's what she's going through too. Uh, exactly. You know, it's Exa- like, and I'm trying to feel for that too. So maybe give it a few months, but I mean, but ultimately, I think it's hit the breakup button, Mark. Hit the breakup button. Hit the breakup button. Break That's usually how we handle this. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm just trying, you know, I'm yeah. trying to do better. That's all. I'm trying to do better at but understanding it, it, that. But it's a disservice to hang on to a person that you know it's not going to no work No question. Out. So yeah. if you know that, then you already know the answer better than yeah, we Yeah, do. I think your gut is probably pointing you into a certain direction. Yeah. But this was a month ago so that she submitted this. So I don't know what. Oh, I, shit. Maybe you probably made a decision by now. Um, let us know. Like, keep us posted. But, but hey, that's why you have two boyfriends. Nicely done. <laughs> And that has been shit they don't tell you. If you have a question you would like to, to submit to us and we will drunkenly answer it, maybe maybe soberly, but Hopefully today was drunk, drunkenly, um, unprofessionally and unexpertly. Yes. Email us, podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I.L-I-M-O. Or you could join our Patreon, patreon.com slash sticky. If you like the show, you want to hear There's it earlier, bonus you get episodes it a day in there. earlier. You also get your requests answered first. Um, no one's taken advantage of that aspect, but like, good point. You know, to be honest. Also, our Discord community is absolutely it. lit. It is absolutely. Lit. Shout out to the Discord community; they're yeah. amazing. They're incredible. We also do, yeah, like Nikki said, our live stream every month, and I do my show Crypto Corner, and we love you guys, and thanks for listening. Also, downloading the show helps a lot. Telling your friend about the show helps a lot, and we yes. appreciate you guys so very much. Thank you so much. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye on the show that is a diamond amongst rocks. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.